You're listening to Under the Sun Podcast. Get ready for interviews with guests that are experts and enthusiasts in all kinds of fields and topics where we discuss a little bit of everything. Everything? Everything. What about everything? You heard it, folks. Nothing is off limits. If it's under the sun, we're talking about it. Ready to have your mind melted? And now, the dawn of discourse, the connoisseur of conversation, the chief of chit-chat, your host, Evan Dixon. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to Under the Sun Podcast, my friends. I just want to know, how are you doing? How are you doing, my friends? How is your February 16th going? Today is a very special day, I must say. It is my mother's birthday, and I love my mom very much. She is a rock star. As I have mentioned at my work countless times, everyone at my work, I work at a bar for those new listeners, um, everyone at the bar just knows my mom, so I'm constantly having conversations about her, how she is the best mom on the planet. She is turning 54 this year. She was born in 68, and the Super Bowl started in 60, 66, I want to say. So she's two years younger than the Super Bowl. So it's really easy to keep up. So she is 54, right? Yeah. But have you ever met a woman that was just born to be a mom? Like, she was born to be, if not a mom, a caregiver. Like, she is a rock star. She raised us three boys on her own without, like, a lot of help. And she just did an amazing job. I like to think I turned out good, and so did my other two brothers. So, other than that, what do we have in February, guys? We, Valentine's Day, that was a couple days ago. Did you guys have just a fantastic Valentine's Day? with your significant other, where are my single men and women at? Where are the champs that just so very much love this great holiday that was created to basically, for Hallmark cards to make a shitload of money, right? Am I right? I never saw the appeal with Valentine's Day, even with, even on the few occasions where I did have a girlfriend during Valentine's Day. Like, of course, like, I, I express my love. I'm like, babe, I'm, I'm really grateful for you. You know I love you so much. But I feel like we shouldn't have to have a holiday for that. I feel like we should just celebrate love every day. And then on the year anniversary, you know, it's even more special. And I don't know. I was mainly just like this because I didn't have a job in high school. So it mainly, like, I had to, like, take money out of my savings to, like, go get chocolates and flowers and take her out to dinner, which is fine. It's just like, I just, I, I should have just gotten a job, but um, my mom always had this rule because she's a rock star. She's like, if you're playing a sport, that's your full-time job. So don't get one if you don't want to. And of course, like any kid's going to be like, I don't want to do that. So I was excited for this Valentine's day because my co-workers we were gonna have an anti-valentine's day party and it's exactly how it sounds like if you don't have a valentine aka boyfriend or girlfriend like we're gonna party and we're gonna talk about how much we hate this holiday 
And I was very much looking forward to that. And things came up with my coworker who was hosting the party. So, yeah, I, I was a little bummed out about that. And I totally forgot. I don't know how I forget this because it happens every year where every single goddamn couple posts on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever. Be like, oh, my God, babe, I love you. Happy Valentine's Day. And like I'm not I'm not making fun of them. It's just everyone does it and why wouldn't you? You know, it's it's a day for couples to celebrate and if you're single, it doesn't fucking mean anything. So yeah, I was I was a little bummed out on Valentine's Day. I like I had these plans where we were going to talk shit about the holiday and it just turned out what 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 did I do on Valentine's Day instead? Oh, I like I like took a nap. I took two naps because Valentine's Day was on a Monday and I had six hours of school and I got try not to be surprised for those longtime listeners who know I am an insomniac I got like three hours of sleep so I took like two naps and I you know I'm gonna have to do an episode about my sleep habits lately because there has been times where I have been able to fall asleep but then I wake up with like night terrors where there's like puddles of sweat all over the sheets and stuff and I'm like really just curious why like the ladies and gentlemen they're the type of night terrors where you wake up and you thank god that it was a dream where you're breathing and panting hard and there's sweat dripping down your fort like it's those kind of dreams and I just don't get how my mind can go to a place like that or why it's going to a place like that i don't know if it's school or it's the fucking moon i i i don't know but i'm gonna do an episode on that eventually but what i want to get to right now is why i haven't done an episode in two weeks uh i missed you guys so much um this is the longest i've ever gone without doing an episode two of my listeners uh, texted me and asked me why I haven't released an episode. They they thought the podcast had ended. And I said, of course not, guys. The podcast is not over. I, I have a plan. I want to get to 100 episodes, and then we're going to take a break, and then I'm probably going to pick it up in another two years and just restart and do everything again. I think when I first started the podcast, that was always my goal is get to 100 episodes and see how I felt from there. And right now I'm at the time where I'm in college now and I'm a full-time student and I work part-time. I work 25 hours a week and I only work two days. So I work like 12 to 13 hour shifts in two days and that's my half-time job right there. And I had this podcast and I'm a lifter and I'm trying to regain my social life back like I kind of it kind of diminished over the year over last year and it was mainly because I was busy and then I started school again so I got even more busy so I'm gonna get to my goal I and I've said this on the podcast before with dry January and quitting nicotine when I set a goal for myself I will accomplish it because I am determined and I I'm just all about goal setting and improving your well-being from year to year like that's kind of my new year's resolution every year is just improve yourself in some way shape and form 
or else what was the point? You just wasted a year of your life doing nothing. And that's not a basic principle that everyone needs. That's just a principle that I like to set for myself. So I haven't done a podcast in two weeks, not because I'm busy, which I basically just led you guys on to believe. I'm sorry. Was I busy? Absolutely. But I will always make time for this podcast because I love you guys so much and I appreciate how much it's grown. Like it's not like it's a, this is a huge celebrity podcast at all. It's not like I'm getting 10,000 listeners, but I started with the smallest number possible and I grew to a number that I like and I'm very proud of it and I've been trying to stay consistent and I apologize to you listeners, to you fans that I haven't been consistent with. But life just happens, right? And so let me explain. The past two weeks, I have just not felt like myself. I felt like I was an imposter in another person's body. So usually when you wake up from day to day, you kind of feel the same, right? Like you kind of know how your body works, what you're feeling at this time, at this day, and you kind of know on a scale of 1 to 10 on how happy you are, depressed you are, anxious you are, what you feel about this, what you feel about that. Do I like this? Do I like that? And I, for the past two weeks, I just haven't been myself. I felt like I was just along for the ride in this body. Like I wasn't thinking like I usually do. And I just didn't know how to deal with that. And I want to, I wanted to bring myself, I want you guys to experience the same host on this podcast. And I just didn't feel right going on and talking because I wasn't sure where I was going to go or what I was going to talk about. Because for just some unknown reason, I felt like an imposter. Uh, I've been consistent with waking up usually if I do sleep I've been consistent with my medication and I think what some of it might be is me not being able to work out so for those of you who don't know and here's one of the great things about um, classes I'm taking anatomy and physiology And it's hard, don't get me wrong, but I love it. I think the human body is so fascinating. Like it it really is, especially when you get a cut and your brain without even thinking just starts healing that wound on its own. I just think it's crazy what the human body can do, but it's also crazy about how fragile it is or how how tough it is, right? Especially with, there's this person that I won't name, but he slash she just has a huge alcoholic and drug problem. And she's 39 years old and she's still living and functioning. And I'm just honestly surprised that her body hasn't given up yet. Like some people's bodies are really resilient to things and some other people's bodies are not. And I just think it's really interesting to know how the body works and what it's doing under certain circumstances like healing a bone or 
healing a scab or your brain this is the, this is the one that's just crazy to me like i can move my arm without even thinking about it i can breathe without even thinking about it there's just especially in the sleep cycle man like you can your body flushes out all these toxins during sleep and your body is truly somewhat of a machine and the the brain is just this really powerful computer that no computer on this earth can match and also just knowing the muscles the tendons the ligaments the joints the bone the name of the bones the skull I think it's really, really interesting, and I think it's way more interesting than biology, which is what I took last year, and it was the class that I almost failed, and I'm kicking ass in this class. Like, I'm not, um, like, I'm not severely killing it, but I'm doing way better than I did in the biology class, which some people would say is easier than anatomy and physiology, and I just respectfully disagree but I love how the human body works and it's fun learning about it but what was my point to all of this oh yes so when we learned about the vertebrae I think I figured out what happened to my back and the whole which was last episode when I talked about emergency care and I slipped a disc or something and and I don't think it's a slip disc anymore, but it's a it's in a herniated disc, and it's basically the jelly like substance that is in your vertebrae spine, and it's basically what helps you absorb shock and movements, and helps you uh, yeah basically absorb shocks from walking, and it's to protect. The, the the spinal cord and when the jelly leaks out or it pushes on something else that's what causes what happened to me which I talked about last episode where I was basically laying down in bed and I get up and I can't stand up straight I can't walk and at first I thought it was a slip disc I don't think it is anymore because how can you slip a disc just laying down and Go, go listen to the last episode because it's all true where I was just laying down in my bed and I went to go up to finish the rest of my day and next thing I know my back hurts to the point and it's a nerve and it's a nerve shocking feeling which is also correlated within a herniated disc where you feel it go down your leg which I do but not as much as uh, the doctors ask me they're like does your can you feel all the way down your leg and I say halfway down not fully and it's mainly just around the spot where it's to the left and right above my left uh, glute and which is exactly where the sacrum and the uh, vertebrae is and I'm not sure how the uh, this jelly like substance that starts with like an uh, it's one thing I hate about biology. They have like weird names that I don't know how to pronounce. But I think this jelly leaked out somehow. I'm not sure, but I'm going to go 
get, I'm going to try to get a second opinion. That's always easier said than done because we're in a pandemic and everyone's number one fucking priority is COVID, which I totally get, but it's not like, and this is what I tried to explain in last episode that I didn't explain very well. Other problems before COVID didn't magically go away. And I feel like ever since COVID started, that's just been our top priority, which I understand because, you know, it's global. This will affect everybody. And it's a pan and we don't, it's a pandemic and we don't understand it completely. But that doesn't mean problems pre COVID just magically went away. There are people that still break bones, there are people who still need legs amputated from a skiing accident or this and that and I just don't think I have gotten that respect from doctors because they take one look at me and they see that I have big tits and I look in shape so they're like well what's the problem and I just get so angry when I was limping to the hospital I'm like you saw me walk in limping I can't stand up straight I can't even sit on this bed and you just send me home because I understand your hospital beds are full but I'm just so angry with you guys looking past me so so I am seeing this pain center right now that is looking at my insomnia so I'm gonna make another appointment and see if they can look at my back because that's actually what they specialize in is like arthritis and pain that's in the back, the forearm, the legs, whatever it might be. So they'll probably be more help to that than my insomnia, but I will, I'll keep a little sliver of hope because this is the first lady that actually listened to me when I explained to her my insomnia and it's mainly because I've said the story about 10,000 times and no one seems to give a fuck, but she actually listened to me and she took my thoughts in with care. So, so once I get that going, hopefully I'll figure out, hopefully, I, I don't think I'll need surgery, but I always do want to explore that possibility just in case because I'm still limping around. My condition has gotten a little bit better, but... I'm still limping around after prolonged sitting and laying down. So, and I want to and I want to get back to lifting. That's also why I feel like I haven't been myself is because I haven't been able to lift. So, all right guys, with that, I want to get into what I've been wanting to talk about for the past 2 weeks and that is the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl. And little side note, I also didn't do the podcast for 2 weeks cuz for the first week I just had nothing to talk about for the first time in my life. I didn't have anything going on there wasn't well it's not like I talk about politics religion but there just wasn't anything juicy in the world going on at the time like it was the first time that I felt I'm gonna deliberately skip this episode because there's nothing to talk about but once the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl were played I was wanting to come to this microphone to explain it to you guys and talk about it so let's talk about it the Pro Bowl, where you select the greatest players in the NFL on all teams to play against each other in two divisions, the AFC and the NFC, the American Football Conference, the National Football Conference. 
And what is there to say about the 2022 Pro Bowl besides it was a motherfucking joke? That was the worst display of football I have, and I'm, I'm not exaggerating, that is easily the worst display of football I have seen in my life. And I first off, I want to say, when did it get moved to Vegas? Is it like obviously it's because of the new stadium, but did anyone else know it was going to Vegas? Because it's always it used to be in Hawaii, which is basically the only thing that made the Pro Bowl special. And then I can't remember why they moved it to Florida, but it made it less special. I do remember that. But even when it went to Florida, it was it, it was still dumb. The only exciting part about the Pro Bowl every year was the cool games they did before the actual Pro Bowl, like kick a uh, kick tac toe, where you have a tic tac toe board behind a field goal, and kickers try to kick a specific spot to actually play tic tac toe. That's awesome. Dodgeball has always been my favorite thing about the Pro Bowl. I never watch them live though i always see them on instagram because i don't even know what they're on or uh who runs the pro bowl do they switch it every broadcast station every year like the super bowl does or is it always on like espn or fox or something i'm not even gonna look it up guys because i just don't give a shit about the pro bowl let's get back to 2022 pro bowl i can't believe there was actually people that bought tickets to go see that fucking game it was a disgrace it was two-hand touch football that was easily the cringiest thing about the pro bowl is that no one even got tackled i can't remember who wore the white jerseys it was the it was the afc the afc wore the white jerseys and usually you know in football the jerseys have green stains all or the white jerseys have green stains all over them and yeah there's stains everywhere because you get tackled to the ground and that's how it works there was not a single grass stain on any of the 22 players out on the field because it was two hand touch football i don't even know why the refs were there and you can tell that the nfl just didn't even cover it that much on their instagram because i think everyone knows the pro bowl is a joke and there's so many speculation or solutions to what we should do about the Pro Bowl because I feel like I can speak for most of the NFL fans or if not most, at least 60 to 70% that say the Pro Bowl's a joke and no one wants to play in it anymore. There is even some Hall of Famer, and I can't remember his name, but he tweeted about the Pro Bowl and he's like, what I saw out there was the biggest disgrace to the Pro Bowl name. And it was some older guy because he said, when we played in the, when you got selected to play in the Pro Bowl back in the 90s and early 2000s, so it was some player back then, he's like, it was an honor. It was an honor to show that you are the best of the best in the NFL. And it was a crazy game against the AFC and the NFC, on which division of pros is better and there was hard hits there was penalties there was it was a football game it wasn't patty cake and just to see people or how about this to see 
NFL players on the bench on their phones during the Pro Bowl. That's what also got me. I saw two or three. I think I saw two players on the AFC and one on the NFC side on their phones during the game. During the game. Not even a timeout, not even nothing. But you can tell like they're just there for the paycheck because that was the most interesting fact about the Pro Bowl that the NFL posted was... I think a I think AFC won, so they won eighty grand, and NFC won since they were the losers. NFC players only won forty grand each. Well, wow, you earned eighty grand, which is more than any of my friends' parents' salaries, or or that's more than the national average. Let's say I think the national average, I think it's below fifty now. That is that is something I want to know. So I'm going to look that up. Okay, maybe I'm just crazy, like. Maybe 20 years ago, it was 50000 or maybe it never was. But I always thought the national annual income average was like $45,000. But here it says basically $36,000 in 2019 for people for all ages over 15 years old. So even the losers made more than the national average income and the players more than doubled that to play in a three-hour game of patty cake, of basically a scrimmage. So the only that was the only thing interesting about the Pro Bowl. I was like, yep, it pays to be a celebrity and to be talented. That stat really made me sad because I was thinking how long it would take me to make 80 grand. It would take me like, Let's say I make eight grand a year, which is what I saved up last year. That would take me 10 years just to make that. Oh, that's so sad. I wonder how much I make now. I don't even know. I don't count it up. Speaking of such, y'all getting your tax taxes done for tax season? God, I hate doing that. And it's something I mentioned before where I love how schools teach you the Pythagorean theorem and Y equals MX plus B and all this shit that you'll just you'll never need to know unless you unless you're an engineer or some shit but they don't teach you how to do your taxes which everyone needs to do unless of course you're going to live off the fucking government like everyone else is doing that really bothers me guys um ever since covid started and some people got when people got laid off from their jobs or they quit, whatever it might be, they're like, I don't ever have to work again because things are never going to go back to normal and the government's going to take care of me. And that just really, really bothers me because that's not the fucking case. And to be honest, for the most part, things are back to normal, I guess, kind of. Except the mass part. Since we've been doing mass for over two years, that's just, that's like the only abnormal thing. Like, I think capacity for most venues are at a hundred percent now so i'm pretty sure the only thing that covid is affecting is masks but i could be wrong i don't know back to the pro bowl what can we do to get rid of the pro bowl i saw something on instagram where it said how about the two worst teams in the that finished the yeah the two worst teams in the NFL play each other 
for the first round pick. Uh, I didn't necessarily like that one because does it really matter unless, um, unless the college draft pool is really good? It just it just doesn't really matter that much because the college draft pool for the NFL it's it's going to be inconsistent every year. You're either going to get a really good pool of players or I think this year it's going to be average. Like we don't have any quarterbacks or special people that are coming out of the draft that I'm aware of. I could be wrong. But that just doesn't seem appealing to me. The two worst teams because listen guys, I'm a New York Giants and Denver Broncos fan. And trust me when I say, if you got the Giants to play the Jaguars, because those are one of the two worst teams, or how about, who are the two worst teams? It's the Jaguars and the Jets. No one wants to see that game. No one wants to see that game no more than they want to see the Pro Bowl. So I saw one where I could probably get on board with that's, the best XFL team plays the worst NFL team and the winner of that team gets to play in the NFL and the loser of that gets to play in the XS- XFL. I think that would be interesting. There's a lot at stake there. Unless, of course, there is a huge difference between NFL and XFL, which I know there's minor differences. I don't know... I, I made this argument before where it's what if the best college team played the worst NFL team? Do you think they could beat them? And I said it's possible. I really do think it's possible. And I can't remember who I was talking with. It was someone at the bar, I think. They're like, you're fucking nuts. Like, that would never happen. I'm like, I don't know. I think it could. I think it's very possible. I feel definitely the NFL team would win more, but I think once in a blue moon, you could get the college team to win. So that would, because there's some at stake there, so that'd be interesting. Another suggestion that I had, just have dodgeball. Like, we, we already do have dodgeball, right? But make that the Pro Bowl game and then just get rid of the Pro Bowl game altogether. And here's my other option. Just get rid of the Pro Bowl period. It's a fucking joke. I was so disgusted to see... Because I actually did watch it, but I was doing homework. Because I knew I was going to pay attention to my homework if I watched the Pro Bowl. And just seeing people... Seeing no tackling. Seeing two-hand touch football with pads on. like They, they, they could have... They might as well have taken their pads off, put flags on to see football players on their phone and to see people actually at that game was absolutely cringeworthy. Not to mention it was very cringeworthy that no one from the Denver Broncos was selected to play in the Pro Bowl. At least I th- I, I don't know. I, I looked at this article to see if the New York Giants anyone from that team was selected playing the Pro Bowl, which isn't. I, I can confirm that. So cringy. That's seriously how bad the New York Giants are. 
But I'm pretty sure I saw in the article it was like the first time in 11 years that no one from the Denver Broncos got selected. So that's how my two teams are doing. How is your one or two teams doing? Are they doing any better? Oh, God. Okay, let's... Enough about the fucking Pro Bowl. Let's get to the Super Bowl. I am always excited and sad for the Super Bowl because... You know, it's it's going to be this game on steroids with cool commercials and coverage begins like four hours before the game. And I really wanted to watch. I really did want to because coverage began at 12 o'clock mountain time and the game was at 430 mountain time. So, yeah, four and a half hours of coverage of the Super Bowl. What I just want to know, what could you possibly cover for four hours? And are any of the good commercials on during then, or do you are are they just average? I'm pretty sure they're just average, but I wonder if they're above average compared to a normal game. You know what I mean? So I did want to watch pre coverage, but I got home at four o'clock in the morning from work, so I slept in till like two p.m. So. I initially wanted the LA Rams to win the Super Bowl. I didn't I didn't see any appeal for the Bengals. I don't hate them. I kind of hate that everyone thought every everyone thought Joe Burrow was daddy. Everyone keeps saying that like, "Oh my god, Joe Burrow's hot." And that actually made me mad because I I don't necessarily think Joe Burrow's bad looking, but I don't think he's daddy, okay? I'm fine if you want to call him Joe Shiesty and Joe Burr, but stop calling him daddy. He's not daddy. There are way hotter QBs out there in the NFL than fucking Joe Burrow, a.k.a. Jimmy G or Zach Wilson, okay? So, but I, you know, I I, I did like Joe Burrow. I didn't think he was incredible this year. Do I? I don't know. He got comeback player of the year. Maybe I'm thinking, I just... I'm probably just thinking of him from last year because I didn't watch him that much this year. Like, remember, it was the Bengals and the Dolphins, and they like they were the two worst teams last year, and no one wanted to watch that. And I think that was the one game I did watch because it was on Thursday night, and I was like, what? what is this? Who cares? But I wanted the LA Rams to win because of Matthew Stafford. I thought that was an incredible story. And, of course, Von Miller because I love Vonnie. The only person... The only reason why I didn't want LA to win is that because OBJ would have won a ring. And I just, I think OBJ's a punk. I really do. I think he seriously went to LA because it's bougie. They have the best stadium and probably will for the rest of our time on this planet. And he's like, yeah, I want to be bougie and this and that. And I want to go to LA. And I just don't respect that. Like remember, we all thought he was gonna go to New England or Green Bay, and I was okay with all those. I was like, "Fuck yeah, go to Green Bay." And I'm pretty sure at the end of the day, he's like, "I want to roll up in my Lamborghini to SoFi Stadium, and I want to have my Rolex and my fucking two hundred thousand dollar cleats and this and that." I don't know. I just I, I think OBJ's a punk. I didn't like him on the Giants. Um I thought he got what he deserved in Cleveland. And I don't know why. Like, he's clearly a good player, right? He is 
one of the best in the NFL, but I just don't like him. And it definitely has something to do with the Giants. And it has something to do with the Browns. And it's nice to see him happy now, but I don't give a shit. I really just don't. I think he's a punk. So, but my mind changed the day after we found out the Bengals and the Rams are going to be in the Super Bowl because I can't remember what player said it. But he said, we're going to play in the Super Bowl for Harambee the Gorilla. And I didn't I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, what does... At, at first, I thought, is a, a Bengals not a Gorilla? So what is like Harambee's tie to uh, the Bengals? And I totally forgot Harambee was killed at Cincinnati Zoo. I totally forgot it was in Cincinnati. <laughs> Excuse me. And... I t- <laughs> I just totally forgot. And one of the players on the Bengals is like, we're going to win the Super Bowl for Harambe. It's going to be justice for him. And I was 1,000% on board. I was so on board for it just for that sole reason. I was like, fuck the Rams. I don't care. Like, I don't care about Sean McVay anymore. I don't care about Matthew Stafford. I want the Bengals to win for Harambe. I just think the Harambe jokes are funny. I'm gonna have to read up on that story. Like, so we 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 had to shoot him, right? And I just I can't remember why, but he became this big. He's been a big meme ever since 2016, and I just don't remember reading about the story at the time. Like, I didn't even know the name Harambe existed before he died, and I don't think anyone else did. But at least everyone else read up on the story or heard it on the news. I didn't. I don't know why Harambe's so significant. Was he really? Q was he like the biggest gorilla? I I don't know, but I was I was sad uh the Bengals didn't win. I'm not surprised they didn't win, and let me tell you why, because for the past 15 years, I'm pretty sure the stat is 12 or 13 out of 15 teams that wear the white jerseys in the Super Bowl win. Did the LA Rams wear the white jerseys? Yes, they did. Did the Buccaneers last year wear the white jerseys? Yes, they did. The only ones that, there's like two in that entire mix of 15 where the home, where the home jerseys won that game. It's always been the away. When my New York Giants, baby, beat Tom Brady twice, bitches, and undefeated Tom Brady, I might add, we wore the white jerseys both times, both times. When the Broncos played the Super Bowl against the Seahawks and we got obliterated, we were wearing the home jerseys, right? And then Super Bowl 50 comes around. We're playing the Carolina Panthers. Did we wear the home jerseys? Fuck no. We wore those away jerseys and we won Super Bowl 50. The white team always wins. The away jerseys always win. It's just a fact. So I wasn't surprised, but I was hoping Joe Burrow was and the Bengals were going to be an exception. But what a fucking ride for the Bengals, right? I didn't realize they were like 3-13 and 13 last year. I'm pretty sure they had the second or third pick in the draft last year. And I totally forgot Joe Burrow tore his ACL. He was out for a year. And then he comes back and he gets the Bengals to... I wonder what their final record was. Because they won four playoff games and they were like 9-7. and seven, So 14-7. and seven? That's fucking incredible, right? 
I did not watch the halftime show. I watched a full half of the Super Bowl here. And then I went to the bar to hang out with my coworker and my friends for the second half. And it was fun. I thought it was a good Super Bowl. I saw the highlights of the halftime show um, on NFL's Instagram. And that was a bougie stage. Holy shit. Just everything about LA is bougie. I don't feel like I would... I don't think I would fit in there. But yeah, we're seven months away from kickoff for the 2022 NFL season. And I got to admit, I can't wait because it's just the only sport I can get into. I don't give a shit about college anymore because I was a diehard Buffs fan and it's the one place I wanted to go and I couldn't make it work at the end of the day. I just, I would have had student debt up the, because I would have had to pay for all of it and it, 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 it was just way too stressful. And I just can't support a place where all my friends are at and I'm not able to go there. I just don't find that to be fair, but life's unfair. It's not like I'm going to sit and pout about it. I did and now I'm over it, but I don't want to support the buffs anymore because that was my love and I don't, and I can't go there. So I don't, I don't support them anymore. So where does that leave me with college? I used to be a Tar Heels fan, but I kind of gave up on that. Like that was one of the, another one of my random teams that I just liked out of nowhere. And it, I don't know. I got time. I'll tell you guys about that. So I did a, we had to do state reports in second grade where you did a report, like a 15 minute report in fifth grade on states. And I got North Carolina and one of the things in the rubric said you have to uh you have to talk about a college that is in that state and of course what did i choose north carolina and i had to do extensive research on this so this was a 15 minute project and i got a good grade on it i do remember that like i had to have a portfolio a binder like it was probably 20 pages of like three paragraphs each like it was a big project and I just fell in love with North Carolina because I had to do a lot of research like this is where Michael Jordan ran it's home of the Tar Heels it's in Raleigh North Carolina and that was that it, it looked like a really cool school to go to so I became a fan in fifth grade and then I kind of gave it up uh somewhat through high school I want to say like probably senior year was when I gave it up because they're part of the ACC and we, we, we just don't get those channels. Like we get Big Ten because that's what CU's on and all that. But you need to have like the whole direct TV package to get that. And of course I didn't have that. And it's just not fun trying to be a fan of the Tar Heels when you can't watch them. Like you just have to either watch the highlights on YouTube, which is no fun, or... Or you have to read up on the highlights on in an article or something. And that's kind of what I have to do with the Giants now. But I will never renounce my Giants fandom. Never in a million years. I, It's just a cute little story. Like I picked a team. I was just mes- I was mesmerized by the blue and red colors. And oh, the gray pants. I miss the gray pants. I was so glad when the Giants got rid of the gray pants in I think it was 2018. 
So we wear white, red, and blue pants now, but we used to wear gray, red, and blue, no matter if it was a home game or an away game. And that was just... I can't believe I say this, but yeah, I miss the gray pants, guys. I really do. Like, the white doesn't look bad. It really does, but... or It it really doesn't. It looks good. Like, you know, it's a better contrast when you have the blue jerseys on or the white and red ones it's a it's a better contrast or it just looks more clean with white on white instead of white on gray or blue on gray but oh i do miss those i was just so mesmerized by eli manning and just the band of misfits with brandon jacobs and tyreek hill and justin tuck and my god what's his name he's literally he was super bowl mv michael strahan i'm so He's literally still in the, he's not in the NFL, but he's like a commentator kind of. He always does the halftime show and it's not Toyota. I can't, I think it's, he's part of Fox. Michael Strahan's part of Fox. And I, and I think he's on the Good Morning Show too. How did, how was that the name that I couldn't remember? Michael Strahan, he's literally a star. But it was, I was just mesmerized by the team's colors and I always thought New York was a cool like, um metropolitan like it's it's the biggest city in the fucking world i think no i think it's la now but i i don't know but new york is special and when i went on that trip it was so much fucking fun yeah so i'm never renouncing that but it does suck that i have to i think i'm gonna buy nfl sunday ticket next year because i'm tired of not being able to watch the giants but i did but i had to go to the bar to do it and i whenever i'm off the clock i try to stay away as far away from that place as possible and that's nothing against the workers or anything it's just i don't like hanging out where i work that doesn't sound like fun so i said this last year when i started the podcast and i was like i'm gonna get into like uh, basketball and hockey and i just i never did so i'm gonna try to <laughs> I'm going to try to do that again this year, guys. So hold me accountable to that. I started following the Avalanche on Instagram. Like that's honestly one of the best ways to get into a sport is follow your home team. And that's what basically Instagram and Twitter is for, is for for them to update you on highlights of the game, who won the game. So I started following the Denver Nuggets on Instagram, the Colorado Avalanche on Instagram. I started following the New York Rangers on Instagram, the New York Knicks. So hopefully they'll keep me updated. The Nuggets have been really good on keeping me updated on who's winning, how Jokic is doing. The New York Rangers are doing... Who is... Who's who's not doing good? That's keeping me updated. I think it's the New York Knicks... I think it's because they're not in season. Maybe. I, I I don't even know. But also, that's that's just not all you have to do. One, you have to learn the roster. And I was kind of hoping Instagram was going to do that all for me, but clearly that's not going to happen. So I'm going to start looking up the roster, like who's the head coach and who's the star of the teams. I'm going to look up a couple articles. And then the biggest problem is trying to find a game like you have to sit down and actually watch a game like full and it's just so easy with football but if it's not football it's fucking hard like sitting down and watching a full basketball game or hockey game I feel like basketball would be easier than hockey but I I don't know 
it's easy when I'm at when I'm at work because the games are on, but it's because I take a look every like twenty minutes because I'm so busy. So <sighs> I don't know, my friends. It's it's hard to force yourself to get into something else, but I'm gonna do it because I've I played basketball. I loved basketball when I was a kid. But football just engulfed all of my interest in watching. Like playing is fun. Like even baseball. I think baseball's fucking boring and I'll never go unless I go to the rooftop and get fucked up. But like I I I liked playing baseball. It's fun playing the sports. It's harder watching them, especially when you don't know the roster and all that. So I'll keep you guys updated on that. But with that my friends my my viewers my listeners my rock thank you so much for listening as always you guys stay beautiful you stay sexy and i will see you guys on monday thank you for listening to another episode of under the sun if you enjoyed today's episode subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review to help spread the word you can also follow Evan for more cool content on Instagram at evan.dixon.22. Until then, we'll see you under the sun. Peace!